Hi, my name is Michi Held. Welcome to Daily Drum Lesson. Today we're going to talk about the 40 rudiments. The rudiments are a list of 40 exercises which are the foundation of drumming. And today I will show you all of them. You will learn the techniques involved. I will show you the notation which sometimes is a bit weird and I will tell you how they are related to each other. If you're just looking for a specific rudiment, look for the index in the description below and click the timecode. A very important part of the rudiments is the technique. So before we start, I want to show you the grip and the basic stroke. I will demonstrate everything in matched and traditional grip. So if you're a match player, just ignore my left hand and apply everything I do with my right hand to both of your hands. The most important part of a good grip is a loose and relaxed hand. You just put the stick in and you're done. The only point where you really hold the stick is right here, between the index finger and the thumb. This is the fulcrum. It is usually about a third in on the stick. If you're using Vic Firth, just go for the flag. The other three fingers are just gently supporting the stick. You can now either play with your thumb or with the back of your hand facing up. It just depends on the situation. I, for example, like to play with the thumb up when using my fingers and with the back of my hand up when using my wrist. When I use my wrist, I also move my fulcrum from my index finger to my middle finger. It just feels natural to me. There really is no right or wrong way to hold the stick, since every hand is different. If it feels good and you can achieve your goals, it is correct. We now execute a stroke by throwing the stick on the drum head, or in this case the pad, and letting it come up again by the rebound, just like dribbling a ball. The most important part here is to give the stick enough room to freely rotate in the fulcrum. If my hand is closed, I don't have a fulcrum and won't have any rebound. So a loose and open hand is the key to a great technique. If you want to reach even higher tempos, eliminate the wrist movement and only use your fingers to drive the stick. If you play match grip, you just do this with both hands. If you play traditional, your other fulcrum is right here, between your thumb and the palm of your hand. The index, middle and ring finger just gently support the stick, but they don't interfere. The equivalent of a wrist stroke in match grip would be a stroke made by the rotation of the forearm. The equivalent of a finger stroke would be to drive the stick with your thumb or dribble it with your index finger from above. Enough technique talk, let's start. There are four families of rudiments. Roll rudiments, paradiddle rudiments, flam rudiments and drag rudiments. Let's start with the rolls. We divide this family even further in single strokes, multiple stroke rolls and double strokes. Here we go. Rudiment number one is even called the single stroke roll. We just alternate our hands. Right, left, right, left. Remember to make use of the rebound and take it slow. Rudiment number two, the single stroke four. This rudiment is also based on single strokes, but has a specific rhythm to it. It is three sixteenth note triplets and an eighth note. Da 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 dum. Da 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 dum. To maximize the efficiency of your practice time, reverse the sticking so you go right, left, right, left, left, right, left, right. 
The last rudiment of the single stroke roll family is the single stroke 7. It is 6 16th note triplets and a quarter note. Da 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 dum. Da 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 dum. You should also start this with right hand and left hand lead alternating. Next group of rolls is the multiple stroke rolls. We start with the multiple bounce roll. For this one, we need a special technique. We hold the stick between our index finger and thumb and apply quite a bit of pressure. This really is the only occasion where we apply pressure to the stick. And then we press it into the drum head. So we get this short bass. To make this bass even longer, try to release the pressure very slowly while pressing the stick in the head. We now do this with both hands alternating to get a closed and continuous roll going. I will demonstrate this one on the snare cause it works way better than on the pad. Number 5. Second and last member of the subfamily of rudiments, the triple stroke roll. Very simple, just 3 strokes per hand. Right, 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 left, left, left. Watch your technique, make use of the rebound. Now we come to the last and biggest group of the roll rudiments, the double stroke rolls. And again, we have to look at another technique. A double stroke means we are playing two strokes with one hand. And unlike the triple strokes we just did, where we basically just play three single strokes in a row, we have a special technique for doubles. It's very close to our single stroke technique. But instead of letting the stick rebound and allowing the hand to go back up with the stick, we keep our hand down and let the stick rotate in this gap between our thumb and index finger. My whole hand is open at this point, cause I allow the back of the stick to push my fingers out. Part two of the stroke is, you just close your hand. So basically you are doing the first stroke with your wrist and the second one with your fingers. Again, you can do this with the back of your hand facing up or your thumb facing up. Just see what works better for you. For the traditional grip players out there, it's the same. You do one stroke from the rotation of your forearm and then the second one with your thumb by closing your hand. So let's look at the first rudiment of this group, the double stroke roll. We just play right, right, left, left, over and over again. But the notation is a bit strange here. We got this half note with three lines through the stem. That means we play as many 30 second notes as we can fit in the duration of a half note. Let's do this beam per beam. A half note has 4 eighths, 8 sixteenths or 16 30 second notes. This notation is often used for double strokes. Let's hear how this sounds. Okay, let's look at the other double stroke rolls. There are quite a few, but they are all pretty similar. These first four are our main rolls. Let's check out the notation first. Here we have 1 eighth that are 2 sixteenths or 4 30 second notes, followed by an eighth note. So we got five strokes, the five stroke roll. Here we got two eighth notes, 4 sixteenths notes or 8 30 second notes, followed by an eighth note, 
the nine-stroke roll. This dotted quarter note are 3 8 6 16 or 12 30 second notes, the 13-stroke roll, and a half note are 4 8 8 16 or 16 30 second notes, a 17-stroke roll. You see, every one of these is just four strokes longer than the one before. These are number 7, 10, 13 and 15 on the rudiment list. So there are some other rolls missing in between, but we will start with these since they are so similar. Since we end with an 8th note, we have plenty of time to switch hands. So when we play this over and over again, we switch leads from right to left hand. Right, right, left, left, right, left, left, right, right, left, and so on. Let's start with a 5-stroke roll. Just make sure you are using a clean double-stroke technique and don't play each note individually. The 9-stroke roll. Just the same as the 5-stroke roll, but one pair of extra doubles. Up next, the 13-stroke roll. And finally, the 17-stroke roll. Let's look at the next group of double stroke rolls. We split the 8th notes on which we end in two 16th notes. In this case here, we move the new note to the beginning. This is the 6th stroke roll. Here the note stays where it is. This is the 10th stroke roll. And here we would theoretically get a 14th stroke roll, but this isn't on the rudiment list, neither is the 18th stroke roll. The 6-stroke roll is one of the most popular rudiments, but not often played in the traditional way you see it written here, it's more often played like this, as a sextuplet. You see, this rudiment doesn't reverse itself, so you have to practice it both ways, starting with right and with left. Here it is in the traditional way and in the more modern way as a sextuplet. The 10-stroke roll doesn't reverse itself too, so you should also practice this starting with right and with left. Alright, let's look at this next batch of double-stroke rolls. We now double this extra 16th note we added in earlier and make it two 32nd notes. This gives us the 7th stroke roll, the 11th stroke roll and the 15th stroke roll. 
The 19-stroke roll doesn't exist. It isn't part of the official rudiment list. All these are mostly started with the same hand, even though you could alternate the sticking if you wanted to. It's easier to just stick with either the left or the right hand since you are ending with a 16th note and you don't have much time to change the sticking. So again, practice them both ways. Here is the 7th stroke roll, led with the right hand. The 11th stroke roll, led with the left hand. And the last rudiment of the roll family, the 15 stroke roll, led with the right hand. Alright, family number two, the paradiddles. These are all combinations of singles and doubles, so we can apply all the techniques we learned earlier. But we need to look at another important technique, and that is the molar technique. We need this to play the accents. If you are new to the world of paradiddles, just ignore this. Get comfortable with the sticking first before you look at the accents. Anyway, the idea behind this technique is simple. Every loud note starts high. And every soft note starts low. Now we define a starting and an ending point for every note we play. The starting point says if we are about to play an accented or unaccented note. The ending point says if the note after it is accented or unaccented. Let me explain. If I want a loud note followed by a loud note, I start high and I end high. This is called the full stroke and is really exactly what I showed you in the beginning of the lesson, just a normal stroke. If we want a soft note followed by a soft note, we start low and we end low. This is called a tap stroke and is basically the same as a full stroke but smaller. A loud note followed by a soft note is a downstroke. We start high and we end low. The idea behind this is to close your hand right before the stick can bounce up again. Now the most important one, the upstroke. A soft note followed by a loud note. You move your arm up while you drop your wrist. And this is really more a dropping than a hitting. Okay, this seems to be a lot of theory, but practically it's not that much. In this family of rudiments, every accent is a downstroke, so just always choke your rebounds after your accents. 
And if you now know where your upstrokes are, you can take this to unlimited tempos. Let's look at rudiment number 16, the single paradiddle. Right, left, right, right, left, right, left, left. When we accent the downbeats, our upstrokes are here and here. Number 17 is the double paradiddle. So we add one pair of singles to the paradiddle. Right, left, right, left, right, right, left, right, left, right, left, left. The accent stays on the downbeat, so our upstrokes stay the same. Number 18, the triple paradiddle. We add one more pair of singles. Right, left, right, left, right, left, right, right, left, right, left, right, left, right, left, left. Once more, the accents stay the same, so we have our upstrokes here and here. Number 19, the paradiddle-diddle. We add one double to the single paradiddle. Right, left, right, right, left, left. Right, left, right, right, left, left. Here the sticking doesn't reverse itself anymore, so we have to practice it both ways, starting with right and with left. Next family, the flam rudiments. A flam is a very soft note played right before a normal note. It sounds like this. It is important that you don't play the flam too close, otherwise it would just sound like one note. And don't play too far apart either, otherwise it sounds like two independent notes and not like a flam. If you now play right-handed and left-handed flams alternating, you got rudiment number 20, the flam. Both hands are actually playing alternating up and down strokes here, so you got a lot of wrist movement going on. Okay, we got lots of flam rudiments to cover, so let's make sense of what is going on here. We got some rudiments which sound the same, but are played with different stickings. Let's look at these.